Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June. That's Foster Child. Foster Child, man. I'm still, I still bob to the, I'm still bobbing to the beat. I, I ain't got hey, you, you, you see this, right? You yeah. never seen the line here. So, you know. I, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing it after a loss. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're gonna talk about that later, though. We're gonna talk about yeah. that later. But welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. We're going to uh, go over the game two preseason, and want you to know if you can't watch the show, right? We do have it on audio available, and you can look up Bleachers and Speakers on any audio platform out there. As uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, things of that nature. Just type in Bleach of the Speaker and you can listen to us. If you don't like the, what you see or if you want to work out, you want to dry the work, uh, clean it up, and you want to listen to a, a Detroit Lions podcast, uh, you know, you can check us out another way. So, But we appreciate the people that are watching. We appreciate the people that are listening in whatever capacity. Right, Foss? Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, we gonna talk about this. Uh, this last preseason game that happened Saturday versus uh, the um, who we played? Jags. Jags. Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags. Jags. Right. So a lot of people, the game went down. The game went down, and the Lions lost twenty-five to seven. However. This is preseason, right? Absolutely. Stay on the wagon. <laughs> Don't <laughs> look. I was supposed to do a rant later on, right? But I, I, I gotta, I gotta rant now, right? Go ahead, get it off, get it off. Why are you tripping over a preseason game? The second preseason game, when 
especially when every single offensive lineman was second string or or, or worse. No, golf. this wasn't even the. Well, the the reason why I say I talk about the the offensive line and not being the starters is because you had Bridgewater, who's been here nine days, get behind a second string offensive line, and people are saying, "Get Bridgewater out of here." Bro, <laughs> he hasn't had time to unpack yet. Like, the average person probably wouldn't have been able to play to get in there, but Teddy being the professional he is and learning the offense as fast as he can, and if the playbook was probably reduced significantly because he's only been there nine days. Yeah, plus there's a vanilla. They showing the vanilla looks in preseason, anyways. Even regardless, the first handoff, he he didn't have a chance. <laughs> it was like it looked like the offensive line said, "Here you go, Ole." <laughs> yeah, they like, come on, man. We we preseason. I get it. I understand the passion. I like the passion but it's not to be read too deep into, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's not enough to say same old Lions or not enough to say uh, we knew this team wasn't good or we knew this team wasn't ready. Relax, okay? (laughs) Relax. It's one preseason game. I'm pretty sure they'll look better than this. Now, we are going to talk about the game, though. Yeah, we we are going to talk about the game. And it wasn't pretty by any means. <laughs> so <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. Preseason it didn't look good. games are often ugly in, in one way, shape, or form, win or loss. They're usually ugly in some shape or form just because you're playing, just because you're playing with a lot of guys that are not going to be around. So they're not pretty in general, but this one, this one kind of took the cake. I ain't gonna lie. And then you're, you have to factor in, you're also playing against a team you practice with against all week. Right. And they probably, <laughs> so, you know, you, you probably know what Teddy's going to do. You know what I'm saying? But boss, I want to say this though. Mm-hmm. Nate, I'm starting to see a pattern with Nate Sudfield. <laughs> I'm not over. I'm not panicking. I'm not panicking. I'm just saying. No need. No need. Really. It is just. It seems as if he makes a big mistake. A lot. Yeah, he makes a yeah. He makes it count when 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 he messes it up. He makes it count. It ain't no. He go all the way with it. <laughs> Yeah, it is not not just the uh, I overthrew a receiver. It's he overthrew a receiver and hit a cornerback in the numbers. That Chats. kind of mistake. Yeah, <laughs> where <laughs> the balls don't they don't even catch him. The the ball <laughs> catch him is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he catch a cornerback in stride. The, uh, like, come on, bro. Like, but. I don't like I said. I don't want to put a lot of stock in it, but we we're here to talk about the game. We're here to talk about what we saw, and like I said, 
The defense didn't look too bad. There were a couple of people that stood out. Um, I actually think once the defense is set, it just feels different, right? When you're watching these preseason games, if you're watching the Detroit Lions defense, it doesn't look like a defense that's unsure of themselves. Like you can see the energy, you can see the effort. And uh, I don't want to get into the defensive player of the game yet because me and Foster have our, and we haven't discussed it with each other either. We're just going to tell you who we thought was our defense and the offensive player of this of this game too. Um, a lot of people are panicking because we only have three preseason games, right? But this is what we wanted. We didn't want four preseason games. No, Foster, you thinking we need four preseason games to get ready for the season? I'd, ra- I'd rather have that extra regular season game. Um, one, the more preseason, preseason games, the more likelihood that someone gets injured in a meaningless game. Preseason and games usually have no merit on the playoffs. And so, yeah, no, nah, three is three is perfectly. Oh, our starters aren't going to play in any of them. So <laughs> the fourth game, nobody's playing that you really care about. Like, yeah, who's going to practice the coaches? Come on, bro. The coaches should need practice. Bro. Coaches should be coaching. <laughs> Coaches is a nonstop, nonstop thing all year round. They're going to coach all year. They're going to watch film. They're going to talk football all year round. So the fourth preseason game is basically a game for the coaches for game type situations. Because your your fourth preseason game is usually the people who won't make the cut. And if you think about it, if your starters need to be in the fourth season game, you're screwed. (laughs) Yeah. Something, something's up. Something going on. Yeah. So it's, even it's, Mahomes has played though. It's kind of crazy, as 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 it unnecessary as that is. They even put, they even let Mahomes play. So it's interesting. That's wild though. Because what happens if he gets hurt? It's over. Hey, that first it's game. Over. Game, hey, game one is lit though. <laughs> it's lit for the Lions. <laughs> if, you know, God forbid. You know, God forbid. You know. Please just, just miss game one. Just miss game one. You ain't got to miss the whole year. No, nah, just, you know, just a little, little, little slight hammy. You know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to get Dion toe or nothing, you know, but, you know, it's something that's going to cause you to mix a week. You know what I'm saying? Just a week. You, you'll be back in game two. Just miss that Thursday night game. So, Foster, what did you see? from What, did, what is your take from the game? Okay, so I got a few things, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid the I'm gonna avoid the players that are uh, that I that I are offensive defensive player of the game. Um, Kaminsky, I'm excited to see hey. how, how the season is gonna go. He is continuing to show, you know, continuing to show to show why we re-signed him, why we love him why he loves being here because he was emphatic about coming back. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's he's doing his thing. He had a sack last game. Um, Jack Campbell, mm-hmm. he's, he's continued to to show mm-hmm. why he is he is ready to play. Um, we I, I did see one particular play where the somebody the running back beat him <laughs> to the edge and he just I ain't gonna lie, he burnt he burnt him 
<laughs> you know, that running back, I don't, know, I don't know that running back, probably not even the starter, but he looked like Earl Campbell against Nonis. <laughs> Brigsby was – that was that Brigsby. Was, and I don't know. I've never – I didn't know who he was when he never got around that corner. <laughs> it's a good thing it was a D back there in the sideline because yeah. he <laughs> – he would he, he would up. still be running right now. He, he got up out of there. Um, who yeah. else? Gilmore had an interception off of it was a Tracy Walker, which is great to see Jason Tracy Walker, but it was off a of Tracy Walker tip where it hit Tracy Walker in both his hands, and he kind of gave it to Gilmore, it seemed like. So yeah. that was a joint effort. You love to see it. Um, Gilmore's making it, making a you know, making a campaign to be to be a part of this team. He got burnt um, once, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> they got him together. <laughs> hey, man. yeah. You know, we ain't gonna dwell on it, but yeah, he. he no, he no, got no, his. no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, you know, Aquara kind of came back to Julian. Kind of came back to life. I think he did have a sack, and then I think they call one back, maybe. But um, he's back on that bubble because um, I think that mm-hmm. he's pretty much limited to he's pretty much limited to that pass rush as opposed to being able to duly be able to stop the run as well and with right. our edges our edge room being so you know so deep it's going to make it diff, you know it's going to make it difficult they're talking about trading him you know trading him trying to get some value because the giants even the giants the giants obviously played him and and he torched them so he like hey what what, what y'all want for what y'all want for Julian let's take him like <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so because Romeo, I guess Romeo has a spot uh, or that's what the assumption is, is that after he took that pay cut, that that kind of gave him left a spot open for him. Um, okay. The run, the running game. I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, I would and love you can't have, have a running game without with that offensive line. I'm going to get less for sure. But but I just with us having a, a whole a brand new top two room, it. It, it it leaves me wondering. I mean, I would. We have a great offensive line, starting offensive line, anyways. Not the all, not the backup we, offensive line. Please, please stress that. But I want to. I want to see Montgomery run the ball. I, we've seen Gibbs run the ball with the limited ability to create a hole from the backup. But you know, I I, I do kind of want to see what Montgomery can do. Um, and yeah, Ibrahim. That was he got cut. He He's got hurt. Cut. He got hurt. He got hurt. Right. He was hurt in the first game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so, was, he, was, he was walking gently in that first preseason game. So our depth at the running back position is, I don't know, we got Zigbo and we got a couple of different guys. And, uh, that, who, was the guy that, who was the guy that retired abruptly? That was Jackson, right? What's his name, Jackson? We still got so. Reynolds, I didn't right? remember his name. Huh? Um, we still got Reynolds, Craig Reynolds, right? I think it was Justin Jackson. Yeah, some, yeah, correct? that sounds right. That sounds right. I hope um, I'm not messing this up. I'm not good his name, with that. His name is Jackson and Justin sounds correct. But either way, one of them, you know, yes, we had a guy abruptly. And he was the – I think he was pretty much the the penciled in three number uh, running back number three. So, whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, one, one more thing. Starling Thomas. Um. He – I didn't realize that he returned kicks too. He's showing some of that depth. I mean, once again, he had another, from from my opinion, I think he had another good active game playing defensive back, but I saw him run back a few, you know, run some kicks back. Um, I think he had like a 30-yard run or something like that. But, um, you know, I got, I, 
that's the one thing about Campbell. Campbell wants guys that are that are dual are duly able to to not only, especially if you're a star, if you're not a starter, you're a com- coming off the bench. He wants somebody that can can contribute on special teams and can contribute and contribute in other ways outside of what your primary role is, because that's what makes you more valuable on on the team. So that's right. pretty much what my my takeaways were outside of the people that I um, deemed to be player of the the game on their respective sides. So you know, we'll I. That narrows it down if you know if you you were paying attention during the game. Well, you didn't talk much about the offense, but <laughs> with them only yeah. scoring seven points, the only, and, the only yeah, the only yeah, the only, the only person that did something. Yeah, on and I don't think you can touch on the player. offense to play because the reason why he's not going to, and I'm a, I'm going to tell you, I hate to spoil it. The reason why he's not talking about the offense because there wasn't much offense in. There's an offensive player at the game that we're going to talk about. There was only pretty much one person that we could talk about as far as much to say about him for real, you know. Not much to say. But again, it's preseason. We don't want people to uh put too much stock into a preseason game. However, we want the team to look better. We want them to do good. However, Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. Um, to start Teddy after nine days and expect him to go out there and look like he's competing, he should. He shouldn't look better than Sudfield. He should not. There's no way uh, Sudfield should get outplayed by Teddy Bridgewater. Well, Just, outside of the fact that. We did bring him in to be better than him, but yeah, out the gate, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but here, here, okay, here, here's the thing, right? And we can't, we can't sit up here and and be oblivious to something can happen. But golf took every snap last year, every single one. So you have to be ready for a backup, but at the same time, you're depending upon him. Not getting hurt early. So you can acclimate somebody like Teddy Bridgewater to get better. Because all he all he needs is reps and, and some time. I'm pretty sure two, three weeks into the season, he'll be a formidable backup. Did you see you know the news saying? though? Talk to me. And, what what and happened? You may have seen it, but they they there are there have been talks that they are hoping to activate hook uh Hendon Hooker this um at some point this year. I think he's on a list to where you missed the first four games regardless, but um, they are looking to activate him, which I don't know what he's still the number three quarterback, but I, I mean, I think it means that he'll be able to suit up and practice in some form. I feel like they don't practice much. How does week, that but. work? Is he on the PUP? I think he's or... on the pup list right now. Yeah. Cause he's definitely okay. not going to, he's definitely, even if he was a hundred percent healthy, he wouldn't touch the field within the first four games anyways. So, um, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I think, I want to say he's on the pup list, but you know, you know, how there was, there was talks that we may not see him at all this year. And, um, and they said the same thing about J-Mo too, though. Yeah. But I think we, yeah, I think we thought that we might eventually see him, you know, which we did. Yeah. I didn't think so. I I, thought he was, I didn't think so. 
Didn't he get hurt later on in the year than than Hooker did, or was it, it was, around the same time? Um, Jamo got hurt in the bowl game. So Hendon Hooker, Hooker got hurt was, earlier than yeah. he did. We didn't expect Jamo well, makes sense. Yeah, to be ready for the regular season, and here he was in season playing. Right, right. So who knows, man? Who knows as far as that injury? But it would be great if he could uh, be prepared physically for the regular season at some point this year. That would be pretty dope. So, yeah. So, we got to pay some bills, man. And uh, I ain't even got this thing queued up, but give us a second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You gotta be ad ready, you know what I'm saying? We want y'all to sit there and look crazy while we, you know. <laughs> so shout out to Hank Nation for that transition. Uh shout out to myself for the music. Uh yeah. Oh, that's your beat? Yeah, yeah, you know, I cook up a little something every now and then, a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, let's, how you want to do this? You want to talk about the players of the game or you want to talk about the feature player this week? What are we doing? Um, yeah, we, yeah, because we still on the, we, we, we still on the game, so we can, we can get to the, the player of the game. Okay. Well, let's start offense. And that's not much to say. And I'll, you have the floor, Foster. Um, so the offensive player I have for the game is uh, Chad Coda. Um, I think he was the last uh, offensive player. Yes, game, he right? was. Yes, um, he was. Yes. So he had another, uh, yet another touchdown. Uh, there wasn't much action on the offensive side, but he is making a heavy, heavy campaign campaign. To at least make the practice squad, I would be shocked if he if if he uh, didn't. It's well, it's kind of scary because so the practice squad you got to clear waivers, right? I believe so. You almost got to just make yeah. I, I, you almost got to just make him a part of the team because um, if not, somebody might say, "Oh, you know, I like that guy. I seen him. I heard about him. I, I was watching Bleachers to Speakers, and they said he was the offensive player of the game two weeks running. <laughs> I, we might have to, you know, holler at him. So, um, yeah, but I'd be real shocked if he didn't make the team in some capacity. Um, I also saw him on – I think he was doing punt returns. He did a good – yeah. We, a good talked about, we, we talked about how Dan Campbell and and – being versatile and being able to do a number of different, you know, of different roles. And I think he had a 30 yard punt return as well. So, and I also yeah. found out that he is Brady Breeze's cousin, um, who's the safe, who's a safety on the Lions. So, mm. um, that's fun, you know, <laughs> but, uh, 
but yeah, Coda has been labeled as um, our um, what was the receiver? Oh, Tom Kennedy. He's he's been yeah. labeled as this year's Tom Kennedy, except a tall, a much taller, you know, version of him. And uh, I feel like he's I think he's starting to develop a um, to be a fan favorite. I mean, Kennedy was as well, but um, I don't think he had two touchdowns in two preseason games. So I'm I'm, I'm thoroughly mm-hmm. impressed with him. Um, he's a you know tall you know tall guy. And he's like, like you said in the first game, he looked comfortable out there. He didn't look like he no undrafted free agent. He looked like somebody that's been sitting on that that that's been on that playbook and 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 making stuff happen. I mean, these are catch, these are these are touchdowns from Suf, Nate Sudfeld. So that's an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. yeah, that's that's pretty much what I had to say about <laughs> Chad. Don't do Nate like that, bro. <laughs> hey, that's Nate. That's Nate Doggy Dog, but. There's not much to talk about as far as the offense. Like, you know, without a doubt, he he had the most production on the field Saturday. So he stood out with, with the punt return and the touchdown. So uh, not punt return for a touchdown. He had a good no. return. He had a he had a good return where he got around on got around the edge and got the midfield. So was a pretty he doing good too much. Return. If he had a punt return, he's doing too much, man. Come on, man. You you trying to take yeah. people's jobs out here? Like, come on, <laughs> hey man. I wish he could play offensive line. We have man. some depth because <laughs> uh, that second string. I didn't recognize a name on that sheet when they said the starters on offensive line. I was like, okay, this ought to be interesting, and it was. Um. Defensive player of the game, who you got for us? I got James Houston. Um, he was mm-hmm. one of the people that I wanted to see step up. In the first game, it was Julian, it was the Acquire Brothers, it was uh it was Campbell, it was Branch. Very fine and dandy. But James Houston was somebody going into the year that we were like, okay, he played, he only played seven games and had eight sacks. We, you know, we were ex- we we're expecting him to make another, you know, make a to to come into this year and and to make that same impact over a, a over a seventeen game period. So, right. uh, first game, so so. Second game, got a sack, tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. He was out. He was out there getting busy. He was he was showing us what. Um, you know he's out. He's out there in his uh in his old college number. I think is is why he changed it from whatever it was to forty one. That's his old yeah. college number. So, um, yeah, he he. I feel like he he solidified because they were saying that like he's kind of on the limbo. Like if Julian comes out here and gets another three sacks, he's gonna be on the limbo <laughs> of making the squad again. Because because James Houston didn't even make the 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 um, the the main roster out the gate last year. That's 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 where he started the year on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. So, um, wound up with eight all, sacks. Yes. In, 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 in a few games, but, but it, see the, the whole league is on demand is, is on, is on watch. Now you're not creep. You're not sneaking up on anybody. Everybody knows who James mm-hmm. Houston is. So we, so it was imperative that he showed something in these next few games, because otherwise he was going to possibly end up on the practice squad. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's not even a pot. That wasn't even a possibility, but, 
with all the edges we got, we got Charles Harris who hasn't played a snap in the preseason game. So you got to think his spot is secure. Um, of mm-hmm. course, Hutchinson, um, and then the, the choir brothers. And then I feel like there's somebody else on the edge that I'm missing. I don't know. Choir brothers, Hutch. And you were worried about the Pistons not drafting the edge. Shame on you, boss. You said the Lions? Yeah. You said Pistons, fool. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? <laughs> you were, sports? you, I, 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 I just, you, you were just, oh, yeah. You, yeah, you I, were was. Disappointed I was. I was a little bit disappointed. And I was too. Yeah. Just because the, the, the Quar brothers hadn't done anything. Well, they built, they both had very mediocre years last year. Charles Harris had a down year. Um, it was looking a little thin, a little thin out there. I mean, it, it part of it was who was available around that time. You know what I mean? Like right. defensive line wise, there were so many options you could have had at that six pick, and the trade down. But I, I I I understand now. Defensive line is a strength here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying the, the yeah. Detroit Lions yeah. oh, have well, Kaminsky a, is a Kaminsky's on the edge too. How could I? Forget? Is, he's he's considered the edge. Yeah, I I actually thought he was on the he was on the inside. I think he does. A, I think he can he can do both. And then Pascal, we have Pascal as well. So so the we defensive are line looks stacked pretty edge. deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I, I get it. I get it. And um, uh, the coaches know and the GM know more about what they need to draft than I do. I'm going to always be critical of it because of the past. Um, I was there when Ebron was drafted. Uh, I was there <laughs> when, you know, and no, no knock to Ebron, but there was other positions of need and other skill sets we could have drafted. And you see how well that worked. Just wasn't a good fit here. Yeah. Because he went to, he went to the Colts the uh, after he got here and got down that year, <laughs> got busy. We, I knew it though. I knew he was gonna do something like that. He left the lines and got busy. And I said, it's just a lot of times it's timing, man. It's like it's not about who you pick. It's just like when they're ready to play. You know what I'm saying? And I have a rule: you don't draft a tight end in the first round. Every once just in a while, you get, you get a Tony Gonzalez. Unless- you get a- you get a Graham, you, you got, get a Antonio Gates. Get, I mean, ooh. unless you get one of those caliber type people, or you get that that you, ne- you don't know until you know them. Six four, four five speed tight end, or you know what I'm right. saying, that can block. You know, you, you know those are generational tight ends, though. Travis Kelsey, Gates. There's, there's some dog, there's some dog tight ends out there. You just can't but mess let, it up. Let me ask you mess this. it up, it's Let's, over with. Was Antonio Gates drafted in the first round? I think so. He had, as good as he was, man. Maybe not though. He played basketball too. He was a. That dude was he a, was a beast. Monster. He was, be- and he's from here. He's from Michigan. Is he from Saginaw, Detroit? I, Detroit. I don't know where to, he's from, but Central. I know he. He, must, yeah. he might be from Linwood Central. He was, he was getting he was getting busy on the basketball court. Yeah, he's supposed to go to state. But those are those are there's there's always an exception to the rule, 
And, yeah, you know, unless you come across a phenomenal athlete, which T Antonio Gates was, 6'6", could run, athletic. Wait, um, undrafted? You know, he wasn't undrafted. Hey, man, my <laughs> rule is starting to look good. No, 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 no. First round, baby. A, your, your rule is too good because undrafted. <laughs> look, look, look for Graham. Look for Graham. What Graham. round was he drafted in? Tight end. Come on Jimmy, now. Jimmy Graham. He's out of Miami. Jimmy Graham. Right? Yeah, Miami had him. Third Miami round. Had him. They had assembly line of tight ends coming out of Miami. Yeah, remember Shock, Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy uh, Shockey. Kellen Winslow Jr. Was he a junior, Kellen? Man. Yeah. Third round. That's crazy. Let's see what I'm Kelsey telling you, man. My rule, bro. My I rule. I just assume these guys went. They, they're they so good. I just assume they went in the first round. Kelsey went in the third, too. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You do not draft a tight end in the first round. Bro, they all go in the and third. I know within the last 10 years, the Lions have done it twice. Yeah, that's why. That's why. And they both kind of flop. Well, I mean, Hawkinson didn't really flop. But. Hawkinson was serviceable. Uh, he was he was a good – he did what he was supposed to do while he was here. It was just, you know, that was – he was after Ebron, and you figured after Ebron, you wouldn't do it again. And you did it again. You know, figure Luckily, we got Sam Laporta in the second round, and that supports my rule. Right, you're right. Now. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Foster, you got a player, a feature player of the week we're going to talk about? Yes. Um, our feature player of the uh, of the week this week is Kirby Joseph. Um, we're going to do something different than what we've done previously because up until now, we've chosen all rookies, correct? Laporta, Branch, and – correct. And Campbell, right? Yeah, and I can't find his picture, Fawcett. This, this not gonna, is that's crazy. Okay. That's all right. That's Keep all right. talking. Go ahead and do your thing, man. Do you but yeah, so we're doing something different. We're doing, we're doing it from the perspective of somebody that has already played for a full year, so we can kind of break down his his previous year, and then you know we'll get and then we'll get into the you know the college stuff a little bit. So uh, Kirby okay. Joseph had an amazing rookie year last year. He played in all seventeen games which is huge in itself because durability in, in game of football is it it's the biggest is the biggest thing so he played in all 17 games and he had a seamless replacement to try to tracy walker tracy walker was injured early in early on in the year and he would and kirby joseph was thrown into there it is um, he was thrown into action from the very from the very beginning. I don't think that when the Lions drafted him in the third round, they were expecting him to come in and make such an impact. But he was kind of uh, forced into that role with with the injury to Tracy Walker. Um, and I didn't four, like the pick. Go ahead. And you didn't like I the didn't pick. Like okay. I'm being honest. Okay. And, and it was crazy. And no, what's crazy is that it looks. I was looking at a scouting report, and he was projected to go in the fifth. So. Um, for whatever reason, you know, he, he was not, you know, he, you know, fifth round projection is not that crazy. Not certainly not from the production that we got out of him from day one. So yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, but 
once again, Brad Holmes, he goes and gets his guys. He don't care when you when when it's projected and when they feel like it, you know, when they feel he should be drafted, he's going to go get his guys. Um, so he recorded four interceptions last year, three of which against Aaron Rodgers. He has been <laughs> he has been uh, coined as Aaron Rodgers father because he sunned him last year. Um, he's five seasons too late, though. He should have. Go ahead. Right. Aaron is you know, his damage against yeah, us. I'm sure Aaron is glad to be out of the NFC North and not having to deal with Kirby Joseph. But oh um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he had four interceptions, two forced fumbles. Um, I think he had one at least one fumble recovery and he had eight uh eight pass deflections, one of which was a was a pass deflection on once again Aaron Rodgers, where he made where he was full full extension on the uh Full extension on on the pass deflect. It was it, you YouTube that that was a beautiful that was a beautiful play. It, it took every every bit of what he had to to get that deflection. But um, Kirby Joseph, you know, had a great year. He's a ball hawk. He plays that center field role. You know, he's kind of that last line of defense on the deep pass plays, and and he uh, made a lot of plays last year. Uh, the two fumble for, forces he had were plays where pretty much it was place where the receiver caught the ball and he put his helmet right on the ball and and was able to knock uh knock the ball ajar and um that's pretty much what he did all year he he was out there making plays he has a good nose for the ball and i cannot wait to see him paired up against um, i mean paired up with tracy walker brian branch uh cj gardner johnson it's gonna be it's gonna be poetry in motion watching those dudes fly all over the place and make plays and um, like I said, Kirby Joseph was not necessarily supposed to be getting this much playing time early on, but he he uh, showed that he was equipped for that for the position, and he made some. He was he was one of our main, as far as the, the, the secondary is concerned. Our secondary was pretty bad last year. He was the one of the the one of the few bright spots along with Jerry Jacobs, and and making our defense so good in the second half of the year so um when asked about you know when asked about how he's going to be able to live up to the the major expectations that he has going into this year being that he didn't have many uh didn't have many expectations uh last year he uh i got a quote for y'all i I did my research and i got a quote for y'all uh, he said, I like to trust my eyes, trust my abilities. I use sight and I also use hearing. I can hear receivers running around me and I'll be able to feel them. They're present in their presence. Really, all I do is just trust my instincts and I trust my ability to make plays. And when you are out there on an island like that, if you are the least bit un- uncertain of yourself, it's going to show in your reaction time. Because once you go from the college to the NFL, you don't have time to to second guess yourself because everybody the the le- the the speed of the game is is just so much of a difference from from college to the pros so um he's letting you know he he trusts he he has those instincts and he, and he trusts them and he acts on them and that's what makes him so effective so i'm excited for him to have a um another breakout year and now he's surrounded by such more talent I didn't even talk about uh, Sutton and then eventually Mosley on the other end, guys that are going to be more equipped to to shoulder some of that 
the coverage without without him hanging back in center field, just waiting to waiting to pounce on something. So um Kirby Joseph out of Illinois. Um yeah, Kirby Joseph out of Illinois. I'm not even gonna get into the college stuff. I think I elaborated enough on what he did in college. Um, but yeah, he was first team all um Associated Press uh in the Big Ten in his junior year. And that was his second junior year because the first one was a COVID year. So they give him an extra extra year of eligibility. So mm-hmm. he left he left after his uh after his second junior year. And now he's making making some noise on the lines. That was a lot. My Gotta bad. Get that man. <laughs> Gotta get that man a lions roar, man. And you know what's crazy, Foss? Yeah. I had a, a debate with a friend of mine about Kirby Joseph because he says Kirby Joseph wouldn't play much this year. This and year? I said, what? Yes. Here's his argument, right? Let's hear this. And I had to I had to explain to him my side, but he said basically CJ Gardner was your safety with Brian Branch or Tracy Walker. Oh, and, and Kirby Joseph I, is not gone, really. I had to explain it. This is not your the traditional old school NFL. Nobody's running, you know, running the rock like that where you would have two safeties. All back and, and two a running corners. back out there. Yeah. 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 You're going to have three. You're going to have a nickel package out there most of the time, and that's where C.J. Gardner is going to do his work. He's going to probably be in the nickel. 60% of the time last year he ran nickel. So he's probably going to be slated in the nickel, uh, and then you're going to have uh, Tracy Walker and Kirby, and you're going to mix in a little bit of Brian Branch. There's going to be packages for different groups, but Kirby will be in the mix. Um, You notice. Has he played all preseason? Nah, they hold on. Hurt? They hold on. Nah, I, I just think that so, they so don't that, want that tell you right there. He's not in need of reps. He's nah. ready to go. So they're they're make they're they're saying with that if you're not hurt and you're not playing in the preseason and you played a lot last year, they're pretty much preserving you, saying, "Hey, this guy's good to go," unless you need the work. So right. Uh, I have no worries about Kirby contributing and doing well in the, uh, this year. Um, he proved to me at the end of the year he would good pick up and would be a starting safety for years to come. So that about wraps it up. Um, we can talk real quick about next week's opponent, and that's the Carolina Panthers. And I wish. I wish that this was a regular season game because of that 29 to 7 loss last year. <laughs> oh yeah, right exactly. We need some uh yeah, that's that's one of the revenge games. So I wish it was game 1. Oh my goodness. I wish it was game 1. And this game is there, right? We don't play Yeah, this is in Carolina. This is in Carolina. Um the game is Friday night. And Frost, you going to watch the game? Is there a Definitely. need to watch the game? I mean, if you wasn't yeah. doing this podcast, if you wasn't doing this podcast, would you invest your time in watching the game? At least the beginning. I'm not gonna act like I would watch the whole game, but 
Um, yeah, I, I, I would check it out just to see because I, there, I think there is some question of whether or not the starters will get some playing time in this one. Um, I don't think that many are going to play. But, no. Um, that same offensive line is going to be out there. You're not going to see Gibbs. You're not going to see Montgomery. You're not going to see Goff. You know, you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? You might not see uh, Jack Campbell. I hope not, honestly. There's no need. For what? Does, does he need to show you anything else? I think he, I think he's done everything he needs to do for me. <laughs> get, get him ready. Everything. Get him ready for uh, Pat Mahomes, man. Yeah. Uh, that is, on the, that is on the horizon, my boy. Oh, we need more. <laughs> We need as much uh, as much time to get ready for that game as possible, man. That's, That's gonna be exciting, man. We here. Where yeah. are you watching that Thursday night game, Foss? Are you going out? Do you do you go to the bars or do you go to? I don't really go out. I don't really go out for for sporting events. I don't think that's the idea. I mean, it's cool because you're in the mix of the, all the other Lions fans, and we all woo, you know. But um, nah, usually I be at the crib, man. To be crib. honest. I don't I'd rather be at home. I don't mind going to a game, but I'm very excited about October 30th. The Lions play the Raiders on Monday night football. I've never been to a Monday night football game. And I've never seen the Raiders play in person. And I grew up a Raiders fan. So shout out to the wife. She got tickets. I'm going. It's going to be a crazy Monday night. Um, by then, we'll know what we got on the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will have decided if it's time to pack it up. No, just... <laughs> nah. So, nah. what's I? I guess another topic for another day is what happens if you don't go, you don't win ten games. We can talk about that next show. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about that next show because that's a lo- that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question, and we're going to talk about that next week. Like, what happens? Because the expectations is out there. We're there's an expectation from the fans' point of view that I haven't seen in a long time. It's an aura of Super Bowl playoffs, division win, and you have to win at least ten to eleven games to do that in my opinion. So we'll talk about that next week. What happens if you don't? Sounds good, Foss? Sounds good to me. I'm getting my answer ready right now. I'm th- the wheels are turning. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what? until then, I want y'all to subscribe to Motor City Metrics. I want you to check us out on Spotify, Bleachers and Speakers. I want you to check us out on iPodcasts. Uh, Whatever the uh, podcast platform on Google, we are there. So from an audio standpoint, so if, like I said, if you're in the gym, if you're riding to work, cleaning the house, don't want to watch anything, but listen, we're, this podcast is very episode that you, that you're watching or hearing now can be heard on those platforms. So subscribe to Motor City Metrics. Check us out on the audio. And Foster, you have anything before we get out of here? Nah, man. Just keep keep checking us out, man. If, you, if you're messing with the show, definitely share it. You know, subscribe. Um, Hit the like button. 
Hit the like button and comment. Kind of tell us that we don't know what we're talking about. We know somebody feels that way. Tell me I said Pistons when I should have said Lions. Man, you can say that in the comments, man. Tell him he said Malcolm Martinez instead of Rodriguez. Hey, man, why are you bringing up old stuff, man? See, this is this is why I don't I don't like people, man. Listen.